Hey everybody, it's me Trevor and you are listening to Wedding Confessions. I'm here today again with my gorgeous co-host Christina. She's a photographer from Pear Studios. Hey Christina. Hi Trevor. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for having me. I want to talk today about a wedding that just happened recently. It was an unplugged wedding. Do you have you ever done an unplugged wedding? I have. And so in case anybody doesn't know what an unplugged wedding is, it's when the couple has requested that anybody there does not take their own pictures. So they don't want to see cell phones and cameras or iPads coming out of the aisles and focusing on what's going on at the wedding. They want everybody to be actually focused on the wedding. They're my favorite. I could imagine as a <laughs> photographer. There's nothing worse than having somebody get in your shot, right? Somebody or an <laughs> iPad. I mean, an entire iPad that could possibly block a key moment in a shot. That's what's happening. So we usually have the officiant make an announcement. Hey everyone, we have a professional photographer here or a crew of professional photographers. The couple has requested that Nobody takes pictures. Sometimes there's signage. I did another wedding um, last year where there was actually signage up. So as you walked into the ceremony space, there was a sign that said, put your phones away, turn your phones off, no cameras. I think those are the best. So cool, right? And, I, and I've seen them done so elegantly done because I don't think it's rude of the couple to even remind their guests that this is the kind of event that they're having. And I just think it's a really nice, polite way of also reminding your guests, you know, Turn everything off and just be, be present. present with us. Oh, jinx. Yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is really nice. So at this wedding, it was at a golf course, beautiful golf course, a beautiful October. It was a fall wedding. And one of the photographers noticed that sitting right on the aisle was, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call him Uncle Vito. Uncle Vito with this gigantic camera, a huge lens, ready to shoot this wedding. Uh -oh. So the photographer <laughs> came to me and said, okay, we have a problem. Mm-hmm. Couple wants an unplugged wedding. This guy's got his camera. What do we do? I said, it's okay. I'll go talk to him. Another great reason to have a planner. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Christina. <laughs> so I, I spoke to the gentleman and I just said, hey, just so you know, it's an unplugged wedding. We've asked that nobody takes pictures during key moments. So specific, sp especially the ceremony. So if you don't mind just putting your camera away. He wasn't happy. But he said, okay, no problem. Right. Officiant made a speech ceremony started camera comes out so tap him on the shoulder hey sorry can you just put your camera away we want to get started right so he behaved he didn't take pictures during the ceremony <laughs> which was really nice now let's cut to later on in the evening the reception has started and couple is going to do their first dance and bride specifically asks me make sure he doesn't take his camera out because he's sitting at the table right by the dance floor. We want to take pictures from the DJ booth facing the crowd. So you could see the couple and all of the, the, I call it the audience, but mm -hmm. the guests. Yeah. And the worst thing would be if we're taking that shot and he's got his camera out and that's all you see in the picture is this guy <laughs> with a camera. So I mentioned it to him again and he's just like, Grr, looking at me like I'm the oh, devil. Man. And, he keeps his camera down. They do their first dance. Then it's the father-daughter dance. And same rules apply. We asked. The DJ made an announcement. Let's just keep this unplugged. And he pulls his camera out this time. 
and I see the groom noticed. Then the groom looks at me and kind of nods like, go get him. So I walk by. (laughs) This is the worst. There are bad news all the time. (laughs) But like this poor guy just had to hear from me so many times. But if he would have just respected the couple yeah. and this was their uncle or cousin it was somebody related to them right so i walk by and i just i literally just lightly brush his shoulder and just say put the camera away please yeah. and i keep walking and i go stand beside the groom and i was like okay i did it so then the party keeps going dancing starting now and i see uncle vito walking towards me like angry Uh-oh. and he says if you ever fucking touch me again <gasps> i will kill you no he no did word of a lie i swear he oh my God. so i'm looking at him and i started to laugh because <laughs> i don't know what to i'm like what what do you do what do you Someone say punking me i was in shock but i was also nervous because <laughs> then i saw how angry he actually was he was serious he oh wanted to kill me he was gonna put you six feet under <laughs> uh, if you ever touch me again I, wow. it's literally like i'm touching christina's knee right now that's what i did yeah please i lightly a, brushed politely done and i said please yeah i said please <laughs> i was really nice about I it say no to you anyways well, come on <laughs> so i started laughing basically in his face because oh, i geez. i had to bite my tongue too because part of me like i wanted to say something back like who the fuck do you think you are right don't you dare talk to me like this right and then i realized yes. like he was serious so i just i started laughing and he said it's not funny how about i wait for you in the parking lot so now i'm like oh, is this whoa. guy serious like you want to take this outside this just went to another level so i walked oh, away from him. i said God. okay easy there we're talking a about a camera. Have you had? Did he have a few from the bar? Pro- like? You know, maybe. <laughs> I was leaving at this point. So usually my oh, schedule is done when the dancing starts. I, w- I monitor the music. I make sure the lights are dimmed. I just mm-hmm. want to make sure everybody's having a good time. And I kind of disappear into the night. <laughs> and so I was getting myself ready to go anyway. So I just went up to the couple and I was like, look, guys, I just got a death threat from Uncle Vito because of the camera situation. And I just want you to know that I was doing it on your behalf. And they were like, oh, my God, Uncle Vito. They were like freaking out. They were not happy about this. They must have been so embarrassed, too. So embarrassed. And I just said, but just so you know, I'm going to leave now. Um, (laughs) Out the back door. They said, do you want want, like an escort to your car? I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) I can take them. I, I can take him if he follows me to my car. But like, no word of a lie. I kept looking over my shoulder. Right. I know, I didn't tell my mom this story and she's going to listen to this podcast and she's going to be so mad at me that this happened oh and that I didn't God. take the escort to my car. it's not normal. It's not normal. This is not normal behavior. From an wedding. adult. Right. From anybody. <laughs> but it especially Uncle Vito. Like, you should know better, Uncle Vito. Oh, my God. Anyways, I got into my car and I just, I, I just started laughing and I, I, I didn't know how else to react to this because I just couldn't believe that that had actually happened. I'm in shock myself. It's weird, I've right? I've never heard a story like that. I've in my never life. had a death threat. <laughs> I mean, I've had people be rude to me before. Like, eh, people are well, rude. People are jerks sometimes. Yeah. But I've never had that. So the couple called me the next day to thank me. They had such a beautiful time. They loved working with me. It was a great wedding. They called you after? That's lovely. And that's, a nu- that's lovely. The groom's father came on the phone. They were such a great family. Like they, This was a couple that I wished I could work with every single time. I'm, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm blessed with amazing couples. I attract really cool people to this yeah. business and I love, love, love. But 
once in a while a couple comes that just blows your mind with kindness Mm -hmm. and easy to work with Mm -hmm. and that was them so for them to have called me the next day to just make sure i was okay like uh we're so sorry that this happened (laughs) i can't help but think that they had the unplugged wedding notion specifically for him good question I just had a vision. I just have like flashed back to that night and I can see his face in my head (laughs) and he was like shaking. Like, you know, when you get so angry that your body just like convulses, like you're just shaking and your voice is cracking. He was that angry at me. He must have been embarrassed himself because people that usually react like that or act out is usually because they are embarrassed, you know, but he was asked several times over the entire day. That was a weird, weird one. Wow. That one goes down in history. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then it, it got me thinking of other times where people were kind of mean-spirited. And I remember this one time where I was working a wedding. It was a lunch wedding. And the mother of the groom... Okay, no, this is what happened. So when we were signing the contract, in my contract, it says you have to feed me. Me and my assistant, we <laughs> require a meal during the <laughs> dinner or lunch nosh. service. Yeah, we're hungry. <laughs> We've worked a lot of hours and we could use some protein to keep our energy levels up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've never had anybody question that before. But this mother of the groom said, you'll get what you get. Uh, Christina's making a face like a puzzled look right now. And I... <laughs> Which was exactly my reaction. And I said to them, well, what does that mean? Like, are you going to throw me a cracker and like a piece of cheese? (laughs) (laughs) And so they said, it means you'll get what you get. And I was like, and thinking in my head, why the tone? Like, what? Like, I'm working with you. I mean, I'm working for you. You're paying me. Yes. But like, I'm still human. Like, why are you treating me like this? You know, kindness can can go a long way and I just don't understand why some people it's usually because of a previous experience that they've had I found is usually how why they project all of a sudden this negativity so weird about this you know well you're just gonna get what you get so you know what I got well I'm not coming to your house (laughs) ever (laughs) I got the vegetarian meal because it was ten dollars cheaper and that was the reasoning And okay, fine. You know what? Okay. Thank you. At least you're feeding me. I'll take the vegetarian meal. But me, when I work weddings, as you know, I'm friendly and I I create that team environment and I go up to all the servers and the bartenders and I shake their hand. Hi, I'm Trevor. If you need anything today, let me know. Um, Because I want people, I want to be approachable. I want people to know that if they need something, they can come talk to me. Yeah. So I always like shoot the shit with these people. We have a nice time. Um, And So I was talking to one of the servers and I just said, hey, like, I'm not a vegetarian, but they ordered me a vegetarian (laughs) meal. If there happens to be any leftover, like chicken or something, (laughs) I would love it. So when he brought my meal, it was um, chicken and beef. Oh, you got I got both. (laughs) No, this was this was fantastic. Uh, I was really appreciative. I mean, sometimes people don't show up. Right. So there's leftover food. So what what else are you going to do with it? They generally have extras. Why not make somebody happy? Why not make their day? I just, I don't understand mean people. It it doesn't compute with me. It's, I'm, I would hate to think that that, I don't know, the mother, the mother-in-law or mother of the bride is like that on a day-to-day basis. But I generally find this is not who they normally are, right? It's just something has affected them to a degree that they are, they are not themselves. And because of their behavior, I will never find out who they actually are because I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Christina, 
Uh, let's take a break now and come back. One of our couples are here to talk to us. Wedding photography. How do you decide on a photographer to document one of the happiest days of your life? I'm Christina Laukinen, and welcome to Pear Studios, a wedding and portrait studio in Toronto's majestic Rouge Valley. What I love most is getting to know my clients over a good cup of coffee, great conversation, and beautiful wedding albums that tell stories of love and celebration that can be passed on for generations. So what's your vision, and how can I help you tell your love story? For more information, go to pearstudios.ca. Trevor, my wedding planner, you have been like my guardian angel from the second I met you, and if it wasn't for you, like I would have just thrown in the towel for real. Yep, that's right. She's talking about me. I'm Trevor from Trevent's Wedding and Event Planning, and I'm here to help make your wedding dreams come true. I offer full planning, partial planning, and of course, wedding month management. So check me out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. My handle is at Trevents Planner. And go to my website at www.trevents.ca. T-R-E-V-E-N-T-S dot C-A. Anyone who's getting married, please hire Trevor. <laughs> okay, we are back. And I'm here again with my co-host, Christina, for the day from Pear Studios, photographer, videographer extraordinaire. Oh, nice. And Hello. Today we are also joined by Paulina and Ivano, a lovely couple who uh, who got married this past summer. Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. Hello. Oh, he speaks. Yes, he does. <laughs> what? <laughs> How's it going, guys? Good. Good yeah. Yeah. How are you? I'm great, thank you. I want you. I want to start before we get into your wedding. I want to talk a little bit about the two of you, and I want to know. I want to know your love story. I want to know how you met. Wh- where did your love come from? Um, okay, so actually, we met through Ivano's brother's wife's sister. Whoa. Yeah. Say that again. <laughs> so Ivano's got a twin brother. They're identical twins. And um, he's married to this girl who has a sister and who is like my childhood friend. And she's the one who introduced us. And wow. she was also one of the bridesmaids. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. How, where did, where were you that? you got to meet where did they introduce you so actually um i met his brother first i didn't know he had a twin and i met her like did you like what he looked like i was like "Mm, he's not really my type (laughs) 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 but um they're they're very different like in that they're just they're very different but they're identical twins it's kind of cool okay um so elena introduced us um like she i think her sister tried to set her up with ivano and then um I met up with, sorry, she met up with him and then they like hung out or like they studied, right? What did you we guys We went do? to a library. There's no... Whatever, yeah. yeah. It was everybody at the library together. <laughs> there, there was no, no talk studying. Of, this is a setup or anything Whatever, like that. yeah. But it was secretly <laughs> a setup. And then she called me and she's like, oh my God, I met your future husband. And I was like, oh yeah, I don't like, introduce me. And then she's like, it's uh, Alessio's twin brother. And I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah, I don't know. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then I met him at York University um, at the library, and he, like, walks in, and it was, like, in slow motion. He had this, like, sexy oh, yeah. tattoo and these, like, beautiful arms. And I was like, hello. He does have nice arms. <laughs> so I'm picturing this now as he, like, took his shirt off, and he's pouring water <laughs> down, and he's shaking his hair out. His hair. In slow motion. <laughs> his, his hair. Yeah, no, not at all. He like walked oh. in and he like stumbled in and um, he l- he was supposed to pick up a watch that he left, um, that his brother left at their house. 
And then instead he like forgot the watch. So I was like, oh, this is my opportunity. I'm going to go give it to him while he was sitting with his friend. And then uh, I walked over there and I brought the watch and I like made a fool out of myself. You barely like string two words together. <laughs> stumbling. And then I like tried to walk away and I was like, ah. and then I walked away and I like crashed into a wall and broke my sunglasses and lost all my stuff. Yeah, it was really embarrassing. But anyways, this is so you. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like, this is the you that I know. Exactly. But I took the initiative after that and I, yeah, I, I, I added her on Facebook. Oh. And then I was telling my brother and, and my brother's wife, who at the time was just his girlfriend, and I said, you know, I want to I want to meet this girl and I want to go on a date with her. And uh, my brother said, oh, you know, we got to go through the right channels. Let uh, let Tanya, his girlfriend at the time, let her set this up. And then uh, and then I said, no, 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 I'll just ask her out. And then my brother said, no. So then eventually we waited and waited until this uh, very awkward double date ensued. And uh, <laughs> it was just terrible. You know, like just I remember walking her to the front door and, and wanting to give her a kiss. And then I looked back and then I see my brother and his his now wife, but at the time girlfriend, they're just peering out, looking, <laughs> judging. So then I, I told her, I'm like, you know, why don't we go out for a real date in a couple days? You know, we didn't wait. We didn't do any of those stupid games that people play where it's, you know, you got to wait five days before you call or why whatever. Why do people do that? We literally yeah. saw each other, I think, every single day in the first week. Oh, That's awesome. Yeah, so, so wait, you added her on Facebook before you went on the first date? Yeah, just... You know, that's a big deal these days to show her that I'm interested. Right. Okay. Because most people would want to say, oh, you know, I got to play it cool. I got to make I got to I can't look too too eager. Yeah, that's the equivalent of a phone number now. right? That's a that's a big deal because that's where you get to see all the personal stuff. Oh, yeah. Here I am. (laughs) Look at me. Judge away to your friends and judge me. How many (laughs) likes does she get on pictures? (laughs) to be fair, I crept him on Facebook way before Obviously. he even had <laughs> She went through a proxy, though. Did. Yeah, she had Eleanor. Yeah, because her girlfriend was like, hey, I met your future husband. What? <laughs> Who is he? <laughs> what can I find about him? So five days in a row, you guys hung out. And then when did you propose? How many years oh, later, months later? I don't know how many years. Well, I moved to Singapore yeah, like so was a instantly big, after. Yeah. So she had already signed a contract to go work in Singapore for a full year. As a teacher, um, mm-hmm. yeah, and this was I think three. She was supposed to leave three months after we met, and uh, and of course, you know, after she fell for me and everything, she <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Oh no, I got to go away for a year." What Hold on, I- can I just interrupt you? Does falling for you mean accepting your friendship on Facebook? <laughs> no, we had. I think it took uh, two weeks, and we were already boyfriend girlfriend. On wow! Facebook. Wow! Hey, like when that. you know, made you it know. official on Facebook. I don't know. I, I liked her. Like I remember on the car ride home after the first date with my brother and his his wife. I remember we were in the car, and I said right away that I really liked her, and I wanted to. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I really want to date this girl, and so I knew right away after I met her. You know, but how did you know you were boyfriend and girlfriend? Well, we saw each other every day. I mean, so it's it was just no, assumed. You know what it was? It was it was the honesty of of telling the other person that you really like them, and then them responding the same way and saying, I, you know, I want nothing to do with anybody else. Just and then you. when you're both honest with each other about it, then it's easy. It's just like, okay, so let's change our status. Uh, and you almost both on Facebook. Yeah, that's almost, right. You that almost we- both <laughs> want to do it, right? That way, it puts the other one off the market. Right. Yeah. And it's, you know, you're so Seals the deal. desperate to be together that it's fine. I love that you guys were so desperate to be together. But then she went to Singapore. And then she left to Singapore, yeah. And then I was, you know, we made it work, you know, because we both wanted it to work out. And and we talked every day. And I was really busy studying for, for exams that I had to write. Um, and CFA. Yeah. So, so she was, you know, so I was busy anyways. 
um, probably too busy to have a, a girlfriend that I saw every single day of the week anyway. So it was it was almost perfect timing. She was gone for a year, and then when she came back, I was, you know, better set up. And he came to visit me too. Yeah. In Singapore? Halfway, yeah. For, yeah. Okay. Like a month, and we went to Thailand together and stuff like that. That's a big deal. That's yeah. awesome, though. And yeah, this was how far after you guys just started three months wow but we would talk every single day on facetime because we had a 12 hour time difference so i would wake up for like 6 a.m to go to work and then it would be like 6 p.m for him and he'd just be coming home from work so we would always i'd be like doing my makeup in the morning or like eating breakfast and i would talk to him that's so romantic yeah i love this (laughs) so when so you came how long were you in singapore for uh, one year, just just over a year, because I went to travel a little bit in Cambodia after. Oh my god! Yeah. And then you proposed, like five thousand years later. Five thousand <laughs> years later. So you took a while. So you knew that she was the one you wanted to be with. You friended her on Facebook so fast. You flew out to Singapore, traveled a little bit together, and then still took forever to propose. Yeah, that was What's more. Up, dude? That was more about just being properly set up. You know, living together. Okay. You know, having the right job. You know, and so that's just, you just more, being practical, yeah, whereas more, Paulina you know, is probably like freaking out, like why isn't this asshole proposing? Yeah, I, think to I had you. a little bit of a freak out one time. No doubt. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, did you once. have the talk? Yeah, I did. I think like we always kind of knew we were gonna get married, and then um, when I felt like it was starting, like we were already living together and nothing was happening, and then I like one night I was like, I can't do this. It's gonna have to happen, or. Remember? Yeah, well, either way, we were we were living together, so yeah, we were, and and I knew it was going to happen. It's always harder for the guy because he already has it in his mind when he's going to propose. It was never really a, a question of whether or not I. It was not like I was judging her and deciding, well, is this going to work out? This isn't what the, what I was doing. I knew it was going to happen, you know, pretty much after a year or so from living together. But in your mind, the way that you planned it was that you just wanted to be secure with a job. You wanted to live together yeah. for a little bit first. No how your paths were going career-wise well, my, before yeah. committing to. Yeah, I mean, my big thing was, uh, like, for where I work, there's there's a bunch of industry exams I have to take uh, to get to where I am, and and uh, I wanted to get those out of the way first because I know that once you start, you get married, you start having kids, and it just becomes so hard. I know a lot of guys that have given up their path uh, because of that. So I said, that has to be done first. And it even delayed me of moving out for a while, you know, and, uh, and then we moved in together, you know, I got a better job, I started making more money, so then it was easier for me to save up for a ring, which, you know, I did, and I bought it, and we went to Italy, and I proposed. You proposed in Italy. Oh, yeah, my yeah. God. Which was kind of a tough trip, <laughs> because it was all family, right? I mean, we thought we were going to, because we were only gone for a week, because <clears throat> that's all I was allowed to take off for work. So we went for one week, and uh, and she thought we were going to do all these fun things and see all these places. There was literally one night that I was able to disappear from family because they kept dragging you and saying, "Why don't you want to spend dinner with us?" And, <laughs> yeah. and uh, so one day that I finally got her away, and, I, and that's the day that I proposed. Were you nervous taking the ring on an airplane? No, no, you were okay with I, that. Actually, I was nervous, but I kept it very close. I Did mean, you have any idea, Paulina, that this was no happening idea. in the background? Well, actually, okay. So at work, I told one of my friends, I was like, I think he might propose to me on this vacation. She's like, listen, what happened to my friend was she thought that he was going to propose to her on vacation, and she had her hopes up, and then she was really disappointed when he didn't. So she's like, so I wouldn't like bet on it. And I'm like, well, I'm going to get my nails done just in case because I'm going <laughs> to that ring, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Um, and then, like, it was towards, like, coming to the end, and then he hasn't yet. So I was like, it's not going to happen. So I kind of, like, gave up on it. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Who cares? And then um, and then I totally didn't expect it the night that he proposed. Like, I had no idea. 
That's I drank amazing. Drank a little too much. You oh were you, you were drunk? I was hammered. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's all part of the plan. So <laughs> Get her really <laughs> drunk and happy. <laughs> what happened was we went to some like fancy restaurant that had like one like little Cheerio on the plate with like this massive tray, you know, like one of those. So expensive. <laughs> yeah. And then um, he's like, let's get some wine. And I was like, okay, great. And he drove. And so he gets his bottle of wine and then he's like, oh yeah, I can't really drink because like I'm driving. So you're going to have to finish you it. You drink it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, we're not going to let this wine go to waste, right? So I wolfed it down. And then I was like, really, like I felt myself being really tipsy. And then all of a sudden, he's like, let's go take a picture. And he never wants to take pictures, like, ever. He never Especially wants Especially, right, like, by the, they have, the like, canopy this big thing. gazebo and yeah. everything. And then uh, he's like, here, we're going to give this camera to this guy. And I'm like, why don't we just use our phones? And who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> and Waiter. And he knew that you were going to yeah, do this? Yeah, I told him when she went to the bathroom. Yeah. So he was just, he was your photographer to capture the moment. Yeah. And it, yeah. And, and, and the audio so was terrible. I was so confused. But it was so funny because um, he asked me, he like, first of all, I put the ring on myself because I was drunk. Um, but second <laughs> of all, it was, he had gone through my jewelry drawer and he found uh, one of my rings, which was a thumb ring. Oh, no. And he got it sized according to my thumb ring. <laughs> so it was like... It looked so small. <laughs> <laughs> and it was massive. Like, it was the most... It was the biggest ring ever. And I was like... I'm like, it's so... Because you have gigantic thumbs. I know. <laughs> and he's like... Uh, um, and I'm like, it's too big. And he's like, no, baby, it's not big enough for you. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, it's way too big. Like, as in the size of the ring. is massive. <laughs> That's so funny. So, yeah. yeah. It's a pretty incredible That's ring. Awesome. Thanks. It's beautiful. Thanks, guys. We're all just gushing over her ring now. I have Good like choice. chunks of food in It's blinding me. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's great. Why don't, you get, it, why don't you get it clean? <laughs> really so, now you're engaged and no, you have married. a. Oh, you're telling well, okay, No, I'm telling you. I'm, I'm, I'm in the story. <laughs> I know you're married. He's getting defensive. <laughs> you, were, you were engaged now in the storyline. Yeah. And you have to plan a wedding. Mm-hmm. But the two of you are very busy. Mm-hmm. And I know one of you specifically is very indecisive and has a hard time making decisions. Is, oh, is yeah. it me? Yes, it's you. <laughs> so you hired a wedding planner. Yeah. Was it always your intention? No, no, no. This goes way before. So, oh, there's more? So we got engaged <laughs> in August of 2016. So we were supposed to get married 2017. Okay. And we had said, you know, her dream was to get married in Greece. And, and you know, I also wanted a destination wedding. So we were trying to plan something for the year of 2017. And it was just an absolute nightmare. You know, I mean, everything was just, you know, things were booking up here that we we didn't really realize until after we decided, oh, we should get married in Toronto instead because, you know, overseas is just not going to work. You got to get people to fly out there. It's just too much of a hassle. So then our last minute rush to try to get married in 2017 just wasn't happening. We didn't, you know, we just couldn't organize it. It was too stressful. So we said, you know, forget about it. Let's just push it to 2018. And then that's when we knew that we wanted a wedding planner because it's just too much work, you know, to, to, to do it comfortably. Right. And you want to make sure you don't make any mistakes. And that's another thing that uh, the wedding planner is crucial for. Yeah. And so you were, okay. So you were seeking out a wedding planner based on trying to plan a wedding yourselves and we met at the bridal show the two of us met yeah i was with steph my my maid of honor honor, who's awesome i know i love her (laughs) uh okay so then 
I remember it took a very long time for you to actually hire me, though. <laughs> yeah. Because we, we actually, the, the three of us met after the bridal show. We yeah. had a very nice meeting. And then I didn't hear from you for a while. And then I kept bugging you, <laughs> reminding you how desperately you needed a <laughs> wedding planner. And that's why she needs it, right? Because she just can't make decisions. Well, yes. see, it wasn't that. It was we met you in 2016 or beginning of 2017 when I thought that we were going to get married that year. So I wanted to to have that conversation with Ivano. He's like, no, it's fine. We'll just plan it ourselves. Um, but then... And we realized that we were going to need to move the wedding because it was just cutting it too close. So then we're like, yeah, we'll just we'll take our time. And that's why it took so long, I guess. But we kept in touch. Yeah. We talked because we had a great relationship. We had a good rapport. Yeah. And then you hired me. And then we tried to find you a venue. And it took a while <laughs> to secure a date. And by the time you finally picked your date, I was already booked on that date. Yeah. Basically. So we had to have a very sad conversation that were we going to keep working together and I was going to send a team of mine out to your wedding to work the actual day, but you'd still work with me right through. Or do we sadly say goodbye to each other and you find somebody who's actually available on the day of your wedding to finish the process? And you chose... To hire you regardless of whether or not you're going to be there. And you ended up showing up anyways. So I did show up. <laughs> no, he came and he was so sweet and we took some pictures together. Yeah, I got to watch you put your makeup on, which was really fun. Yeah. You guys are all in your, your robes, getting hair and makeup did. It, yeah. Okay, actually, let's talk about hair and makeup for yes. a second <laughs> while we're on this topic. So Paulina did her own makeup for her wedding. Wow. Yeah. Is that rare for you as a photographer to... To see a bride doing her own makeup? Yes. Yes. Because even recently I did, uh, I shot a, a makeup artist's wedding and she didn't even do her own makeup. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's... Rare for me too. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm going to go with yes, that is rare. But I was really happy to do my own. And you did your makeup. You do, I mean, everybody does their makeup themselves the best. Mm -hmm. But on your wedding day, you kind of have to let go of those ranks and have somebody else do it. But we just, you just, you weren't happy with any of the people that no. we found for you. And we were looking at really good people. I mean, you have to admit, some of these people's portfolios yeah. were incredible. Oh, yeah, they, they looked amazing, but I just But wasn't, your wasn't makeup really is thing. so important to you. Not that it's not important to other people, but yeah. you just, you couldn't be satisfied with somebody yeah. else doing your makeup. And it took me like five minutes to do my own. And I also did like my mom's and like some of my bridesmaids makeup. Like, I oh, got, seriously, yeah, on the I day got, of? Yeah, I got hustled. <laughs> we, we, we planned a lot of time, wow. extra time, to, because we knew that you were going to be doing this. Mm -hmm. But it, it's what made you happy in the yeah, end. It was and I, fun. I fought you on that. I didn't want you yeah, to do your own I makeup. I was pushing hard for you to hire somebody because I know how stressful it is on brides. But then we realized that it was more stressful for you to have somebody else do it. Yeah. So I had to come to terms with that and say, you know what? It's going to be less stressful for you to do your own makeup. Yeah. Cause it was too much. Like I felt like everybody would either put too much makeup or I just didn't like the way that, you know, or like they didn't have like neat lines or whatever. It was just, I don't know. It was always something. I'm very picky. And you looked incredible. Thanks. You, but you know that, right? I liked like it. You yeah. love the way that you look in pictures. Yeah, I knew exactly you love the way I mean. your beautiful bride looked in her pictures and on the wedding day. Oh yeah, of course. I don't know what it is. Uh, I just, I find that it's hard to, for people to do my makeup. I don't know. I feel like I know my own face better and yeah. Why, why do you think you're indecisive on, on 
lots of things. Like it's hard for you to make decisions. Yeah, yeah. I think she sure. she just doesn't have a problem with as much. She just likes them all. That's the problem. Right. So she, it's hard she, for her to pick one yeah, out of. She's all. not as critical as I am of certain things. I mean, she always says I'm a cynic. You know, and I think that's probably where where it gets harder for her to narrow her choices down because she doesn't see a lot of faults in uh, except for the makeup in a lot of the options, <laughs> except <laughs> except, uh, except me. But you, oh, you. Well, you guys got into some arguments oh, yeah. throughout yeah. the wedding planning process. Yeah, because I'm like, why don't we just go to city hall? This is absolutely ridiculous. Like some of the stuff is so stressful, especially if you have to like work and then do all this planning at the same time. And yeah, it's, it's really stressful for sure. But you made it through. You powered Survive. through, yeah, and then had your gorgeous wedding. Oh, it, f- it felt so good when it was over. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Tell me why? Because it's you don't have to worry about the stress anymore. I mean, even the weekend after. Well, I mean, the weekend after we were leaving for Greece, but even just the weekends, even even now, not having to deal with uh, wedding stresses is, is so much. Well, it's so a lot better. of work. Oh but yeah. Imagine if you were doing it on your own, though. You had. I mean, not to toot my own horn, but you had me there to guide you through this process, to remind you of when things had to happen, to introduce you to different yeah. people. Why are you smirking like that at me? <laughs> because you <laughs> used to be like, Paulina, you have to hire a decorator by today. Uh, <laughs> this is your final warning. It's <laughs> oh, <laughs> so good. He would but like it's hunt true. Yeah. But yeah. but because I and here's the perfect proof as to why I would do things like that is because you lost me. I mean, you had me to help plan the wedding, but you lost me on the day. So I didn't want you to lose out on anybody else. Mm-hmm. If this was your first choice and you knew you wanted to hire, for example, your yeah. designer, mm-hmm. if, you, if you knew you wanted to hire her, the day of your wedding is in the middle of summer, right in the heart of wedding season, you, you could lose her too. Yeah. So this is why I was pushing you so hard. But just imagine what it would have been like if I wasn't there shoving you and pushing you and telling you what to do and or suggesting things to do we wouldn't be married right now we'd be getting married in 2020 (laughs) 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 probably but yeah yeah it's amazing how each piece is just so important to the overall night you you get one one you make one bad choice with the the venue or the dj or the decor (sighs) and it'll ruin the whole thing just it'll just Caused so much grief for the whole I the whole night. DJ. Yeah, everybody was perfect. Oh my god! And that's the other reason. I mean, for for the wedding planner, you, you, you know, you've done, you've made all the mistakes in the past, or you've seen other people make these mistakes in the past. Yes. So it's uh, yes. that's the most important thing is that we're not, you know, I mean, you know, we we hire your expertise so that we don't fall into those traps, and and that's when it becomes invaluable. That's how I looked at it. I mean, that's how I came to terms with it and said, you know. We definitely should hire a DJ, or uh, sorry, a wedding planner, because it's actually it's actually gonna <laughs> it's actually gonna make things a lot, you know, even cheaper, you know, relative to value added. I mean, you're gonna get a lot more bang per buck. At the time that we were planning all this, I also was getting appraised at work, and I was changing jobs, and I just got pulled out of one class and got put in another class, and it was like really really hard. And then we were moving, and then there was all these things going on all at the same time. So I think that like that's why I think we were slacking on the wedding department. Yeah, and then there's the the yeah. guest lists, the you know, the planning for the honeymoon, which also has to happen around that time. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of work, and and a lot of the things that you're mentioning, they're not things that I can do for you. Yeah, yeah, I can research the venues, I can make the appointments, I can do your budget and your schedule, but there's certain things that I do rely on you just as much as you rely on me. The invitations. But, do you remember the envelopes? Yes. Yes, the invitations sent the wrong 
envelopes. The wrong size envelopes. And I'm like, is this normal? And then you're like, that's not normal. You have to call them back. And then guy was like, yeah, no, we can't do that for you. You have to, you have to like pay for the new envelopes now. I'm like, but you didn't send me the right ones. It was such a nightmare with the envelopes. Wow. And these are things that yeah. this happens. But we got you the right envelopes, didn't we? We did. I already sent out like some of the wrong ones. Right. And I was just, honestly, I didn't even care at this point. I'm like, whatever, you're getting some sort of invitation. I'll just call you and invite you. <laughs> 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 I have to. Just so throw out the invitation. The envelopes were too small they were for large. the invitation. Super no, they large. were gigantic. Oh, they were super large. Like, they were, like, they were stupid okay. looking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I send you a picture and I'm like, is this normal? Because I don't know anything about envelopes, right? I think my response was just, Absolutely no. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> what did the yeah. invitation company think? Did they just think, well, you can still put them in so they can be shipped off? So that's this is this is one of those invitation companies that it's a stationary company that's um, more online. Mm-hmm. So it's not one of these uh, boutique type shops where the customer service is a little bit more active. So they were just like almost like another number to them. Yeah. Yeah. They produce mass quantities of invitations Mm -hmm. on a daily basis. And so for them, it wasn't a big deal. And I think they just brushed you off at first. Well, first they wanted you to pay for it. Yeah, no, then like, they wanted you to, to pay extra shipping. Yeah. They're like, you have to order new ones. And we're like, well, you're the one who sent us the wrong ones. And then they're like, well, sorry, it's our mistake, but you kind of have to pay for them. We're like, no. Wow. So I had to go through this like online chat with like some representative in some other country. And then they finally <laughs> sent them to me. And then they sent me like 12 packs of envelopes. I had they still have envelopes. envelopes. <laughs> if anybody wants envelopes, <laughs> I can contact have. me. <laughs> I will get you some envelopes. <laughs> so many. All sizes. <laughs> Did you, so on the day of the wedding, were you stressed out at all? You know, actually, funny enough is I was not stressed out on the day of the wedding at all. Like, you didn't seem it when I came to visit you at the like hotel. It was like the best day of my life. Like literally, the, as soon as the wedding started, even the night before, I just had such a great, I forgot my dress. Did I tell you? Okay, so our, so our venue, um, was like an hour drive about and then our um the hotel that we were staying at was like in another direction and so steph and i set out to go there the night before because we wanted to like hang out in the hot tub and like get ready so we pack all of the stuff we head out and we drive all the way to not to the hotel but to the venue in the middle of the night and um when we get there we're like, why are we at the venue? Weren't we supposed to go to the hotel? So we drive <laughs> all the way to the hotel, which is like another half an hour. And when we get to the hotel, we're like, what are we missing? And Stephanie's like, the dress. Oh <laughs> my God. And so it was a nightmare. And, but Well, no, I was at home. so I. Yeah. But then we had to try to get the bridesmaids to do it. And then everybody's like, yeah, I don't know if we're going to have enough time to pick it up. We're like, you're getting the dress. God damn it. Oh <laughs> and then, yeah. And then uh, so they had to wake him up like at four o'clock in the morning, get the dress and like rush over to us. But I wasn't even stressed out then. Like it wasn't stressed out at all. As soon as it was like, I already knew that it was happening. I was fine. Every, also, everything was in place, so it worked out. Yeah, and, and I didn't even care. Like, I wasn't worried if it was going to rain because we were outdoors, right? Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't know what it is with me, but the, the second that something is already happening, I don't care anymore. I'm, like, not worried. But before, I stress about it. Okay. Yeah. They so also the, started drinking early, so. Well, that helps. <laughs> no, obviously. <laughs> that definitely comes. What about you, though? Were you calm on the day? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I was just I was just getting a little stressed out near the speech because I didn't have time to write anything. I wrote everything. She wrote everything. Thank well, God. not everything. I wrote some of well, it. Well, what happened was I was driving and I'm like, oh, crap, we don't have a speech, right? Well, listen, I was at work the night before till like nine o'clock, right? Yeah. And um, 
and I was trying to write it there, and I, my, my plan was to get the whole thing done before I left my office. But like we were in an old building downtown, uh, like right in the financial district, and there was some upset in the ground. There was some, uh, some pipe that burst or whatever, and it scares all the mice to run up in the building. So I'm in my office late at night, and I'm trying to write this speech, and then I saw a mouse zip through between my legs. And I freaked out, you know, like, I mean, I looked, As one like, should. So I looked absolutely terrible. I jumped on my chair. I screamed. There was oh nobody God. else there. It's nothing I would ever admit to my friends, but it was just well, so Well, you bad. just admitted it to a lot more than <laughs> right. just your friends. But, but it was, uh, it was horrible. So I just immediately went home after that. Uh, and then I was too tired to do anything. And then I'm like, oh, I'll just do it tomorrow morning. I'll just do it tomorrow. And, that never happened. and it never happened. So then leading up to even sitting there just before we were supposed to give the speech, I'm like writing in my phone trying to. Horrible. Yeah. So. But it worked yeah. out anyway. But you had something written. Well, sort of. I didn't actually didn't have it. But hold on. I love how you say like, oh, shit, we didn't have a speech. Like you didn't know you had to write a speech. Like we, I didn't tell you for yeah, no. six months you before to start it. writing your speech. We didn't. Yeah, we, we didn't do it. And then we're <laughs> driving to the wrong location with Steph in the middle of the night. And I'm like, oh, crap, Steph, write this down. So I'm like telling her what <laughs> I want to say. <laughs> and so she's recording funny. it on her phone. And then funny thing is, and then Ivan was like, just send it to me. I'll print it. And then he'll read it over. And I like wrote what we should both say and then uh, when it came to the speech we just winged i winged it i, I was like i'm not reading this <laughs> yeah i had to wing it i know too. what i have to say and i'm just gonna say it i and made a rookie go? my rookie mistake was writing it all on the phone and then bringing the phone up to read it but the problem with the phone was that it would keep going to sleep and even if i kept trying to keep it awake sometimes you'd click on it <laughs> and it would zoom into a word and oh it's just terrible i had to i i was trying to read and then it eventually just screwed me up so much that i just shut it off and and God. Just had okay. to wing spoke it. from the heart. Our speech was so embarrassing because <laughs> my friends from work, they know that I say literally a lot. So they're like, I bet Paulina's going to say literally in, in like every sentence. Should have made it a game, like a shot they game. Did. They, they did. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, let's take a shot every time she says literally. And then literally i said literally <laughs> seven times <laughs> and they were like the drunkest table but then when i watched the video my friend karina and i we counted and it was seven times what i love this so embarrassing this is so terrible funny. speech terrible speech i need to see this video <laughs> i'll send it to you i saw your highlight or your same day edit video oh which was incredible God. first of all they were working so hard like people would come and like bring them like cookies or like something to eat and they would just ignore them and they'd be like working so, so hard so focused well same day edits are so hard because you have four hours to mm -hmm. edit a video together that's going to be shown at the wedding and that's a that's a lot of work Mm -hmm. There's a lot of behind the scenes of the production that has to orchestrate to make sure that those, the the media, which is in the cameras, is coming back and being dumped. So you actually having that extra person, it is, it is behind the scenes craziness. I love watching when people are doing a same day edit at a oh. wedding. It's like, it, it's, it just blows my mind how fast somebody can, and it, and it's an incredible film that they put together for you too. Mm. It's like it's actually looks like a music video. Like yeah. it's it's mm. to the beat of the music. They they they, they don't just throw clips together. Yeah. It's just so awesome. And everybody was crying at ours. Like I didn't cry surprisingly. I usually cry at other people's weddings. But I didn't cry at my own. Huh. But um but yeah, like everybody was watching it and rewatching it and everybody was like, "Can you send it to me?" Like it's so good. It was so good. So good. 
Yeah, they even made me mouth the words to the song at the end, and it, like, matched. You're so cool. <laughs> the real, like, the full video. You know how usually, like, uh, you'll watch and you're like, oh, my God, so boring and long? It was so good. They just got, like, the most important parts, and they didn't get anything extra that was, like, boring. You know what I mean? Like, it was very, like, short and sweet. And there's nothing about you that's boring. <laughs> Thanks, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> Same Z's. <laughs> uh, and your maid of honor, Steph. How did you pick her? She was she was so good she also and attentive. And uh, she what? She also made a video. Did you see the video? No. Oh my god. Can you send she, it to me? Oh yeah. She did. She put so much work into the video. Okay, so she created a video because she's kind of like stage shy. So she's like, I don't really want to do a speech. I'm a little bit nervous. Is it okay if I do a video instead? And I'm like, Oh my god, it's even better. So um, so she made like a little speech and then she put on a video. And this video, like, she went to his parents house my parents house and dug through old photographs for like months and found like pictures of when we were growing up and like tried to match the time when we were dating and then the times like she did she put so much work into this like video it was crazy so cool so good she's so good she's so good you're so lucky to have a friend like that because sometimes maid of honors don't take their duties as seriously as steph did Mm -hmm. and they kind of cause more stress to the bride when they're actually supposed to be your like savior on on the wedding day and leading up to the wedding day bachelorette bridal 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 she knit knit every single one of the gift the favors for everyone like she she, knitted them. she knitted them they're like phone cases wow started like a year in advance yeah she got she was like getting decorations and like all this stuff like a thousand years before the wedding and she did like a video of Ivano for the the bridal shop. Honestly, the best. Person. Too bad you can't hire maid of honors. I know. Because we could get this business going for Steph to. Yeah, she said she never wants to do this ever again. Okay. <laughs> so never mind. She's all tapped out. There goes she that was idea. Exhausted. She felt like she really had to do everything on her own. Like she was very very stressed out. Shame. <laughs> Poor girl. <laughs> she did a really good job. And like the bachelorette, she she like did a lot of planning for that. It was amazing. And then the night of the wedding, the party, mm-hmm. did you have the best time? Did you dance all night? Oh my God, yes. The DJ was amazing. Um, and we had, the one thing that I think I put in a lot of work on was I, I made sure that there was Italian music. I the made sure there was thing. Russian music. Huh? <laughs> I said the one thing you put a lot of work on. <laughs> <laughs> Um, like I literally <laughs> sat there for hours choosing the songs and I'm like, Ivano, do you know any Italian songs for your family? And he's like, no, I don't know anything. So I like researched Italian songs. I got Italian, Russian songs. I got French songs. I got. Because like, your background is. Generations. I'm Ukrainian and Russian. And Ivano is. Italian. Right. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So, so I made sure to pick songs for like all the generations, like my grandma, my aunts, like. My yeah. And it's everybody. And everybody everybody was saying, oh my God, thanks for doing that. Like, I really appreciate the music. It was so good. And we had such a good time. Like, I think we were dancing until we got kicked out. And th- that's awesome. Yeah. And the fact that the DJ was able to take that kind of cultural music and, and incorporate it into the wedding yeah. uh, so that everybody could have a good time. is that's oh, He was amazing. Yeah, he was the so good. best MC, oh, yeah. best DJ, like. We loved him. And he was yeah, oh yeah. so and they, cool. And they make the party, right? And of course. Everybody said it was the best wedding they'd ever been to. Oh, that's so yeah. awesome. Everybody was saying that to me. And I was like, oh my God, really? <laughs> I felt like it was the best wedding I've ever been to, too. Well, <laughs> I would hope so. And every wedding that you go to now, you're going to judge and you're going to compare. And none of them will compare to yours. <laughs> you can't help it. You can't help it's it. It's true. But yeah, totally. Everything was perfect. Like, everything was perfect. 
Yeah. Except that I wasn't there. Yeah, you should have been. I was there in spirit. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, kids, thanks for coming. I'm so glad that you were able to take time to be with me today. Of course. It's so good to see you. Such a and pleasure. And I love talking about your wedding. <laughs> and thanks to Christina for being here, my beautiful co-host. Thank you for having me. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Please make sure you subscribe and also follow me on Instagram at Trevents Planner and at Wedding Confessions.